You're listening to Source Connected, a podcast hosted by Phil Simpson, showcasing creative and innovative solutions for a new earth paradigm. Welcome to the Source Connected podcast. And in this second episode, I'm talking with Jessica Bowles, a composer and musician based in Froome, Somerset in the UK. Jess has recorded a number of albums and composes music for film and on commission. She also offers sound healing journeys in person and online. Jess's compositions and music are strongly influenced by nature and her heartfelt wish is to bring people back to nature through her beautiful healing music, Whale and Gaia song. During this podcast, we spoke about her earliest call to create music on her family piano and how her compositions emerged spontaneously out of her deep connection to nature. We also explored Jess's wonderful collection of musical instruments and discussed the healing power of sound and how specific frequencies can help to ground and realign us and give us an incredible sense of well-being. Enjoy. Thank you for agreeing to be part of this episode of Source Connected and uh, I'm really excited about um, speaking with you today about your music and um, what inspires you. Um, It's just, yeah, and I'm feeling very inspired myself about being in this beautiful space which is obviously um, a healing space but also a music space we're surrounded by an array of bowls and and chimes and other instruments it's beautiful yes it's my sanctuary it's a beautiful space Mm. I do my uh, online one-to-ones and my smaller groups and in-person one-to-ones here and Froome has been an amazing space actually to be living in yeah, I found it very grounding and very healing um, as a place to work from as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'd love to talk a bit more later on in the interview about um, the types of um, modalities that you use and the way that you make your music and your composing or your composition work accessible to, to others. So that'd be great uh, to talk about that in a bit more detail and also Absolutely. to <laughs> look at some of your instruments because they're amazing. And as I came in through the front door, there's this beautiful grand piano um that's the first thing you see and um, there's lots of other instruments so we'll 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 take a look at those I'd, I'd love to hear a bit more about that and how you work with those but let's maybe go back in time first of all and when it all started for you what was that <laughs> first inspiration has music always been part of your life yes um music's definitely something i was born with i would mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. and um i started to play the piano you know as a toddler Right. Just playing random notes. By the time I was three, I was actually learning to play the piano mm. with my mother, who was a piano teacher. Um, okay, that always helps. Yeah, and by the time I was five, I'd done my grade one exam and I did get a distinction. And mm. then I carried on doing the grades through my childhood. So I did have some background in music with learning the piano. Um, Other than that, I'm self-taught with later on with composing Mm. uh, music and doing the sound work. That just came into my life over time. But I I always had a sensitivity to nature and sound and frequency throughout my life. And I can even remember in my childhood um, moments where I was in nature and I was actually merging with the fields and frequencies of Mother Nature. And that was like my reality. I, I would lose myself in that world, you know. And I would hear things musically as well, in, in, you know, in my childhood. Mm. When I think back, you know, I can remember moments where I had 
those experiences, which were amazing. And did you start composing music at a, an early age, or were you just sort of, pl- sort of translating those ideas just into playing on the piano? How did that sort of start? I certainly used to sing a lot and um, play a lot in nature with sound and mm. song, but I didn't really compose until I was a grown-up. You know that right. that didn't enter my reality till later on, okay. and I never studied at college or went to uh, went on to a music school or anything. So I never went on <laughs> to a music college to study, but I I found that I could compose and write music through my own journey, you know, mm. in life. And was there sort of like a pivotal moment where you did sort of turn it into, let's call it a profession? I think it became yeah. like yeah. a profession for me much later on because um, I used to use music as a hobby and I had other careers for many years in the past, but music was always in the background and now I've brought it into the forefront or into my life as a, as a career. Mm. I'm hoping to make it a career, yeah. And of course you are already producing and composing music for people and uh, we can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Uh, I know you score music for film and for screen and you've done commercial work as well. Coming back to this whole connection to nature because you know I really get a sense that that nature connection is all important I mean, it is for all of us, but particularly for you when the music is coming through. And I just wonder, is that composition process of your, whether you're writing a piece for someone that's, who's commissioned a piece or you're writing a piece for yourself for, for, an, for an album, is that process the same for you? No, it's definitely not always the same. <laughs> um, in the past, I've, I've written, I've pre-composed pieces that I've then used. Now how I work is that I, like for instance with Oracle Girl, who I've been working with this year, I, um, I was attuned into this beautiful silent immersion retreat that I was a part of, and I was invited to write music for some of her retreat and also for a super moon track mm. called Purity of Crystalline Waters. But the process for doing such music is, is, is just completely freestyle. I don't have any plan of when I'm going to write it or how I'm going to write it. It just seems to unfold. Mm. And it really is just like that, you know, and it has to be in that flow so it could... It could happen in the middle of the night or during the day. At any moment, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a slot in the diary saying I'm going to do it in the afternoon from three till six or something. Yeah, Just, it's hard to know when yeah. the creative juices are going to flow or when that connection's going to sort of reveal so I have, itself. I have a, a funny way of writing. I set an intention and then it just sort of happens in its own way. Right. Yeah, so I can't really plan things, but sometimes I plan things, but mm. it it's, doesn't seem to be, even with my sound healing journeys that I offer, it's, mm. it's, I don't put much planning into it. It's all about intention yeah. and what energy is in the space and, right. what, and how I'm holding the energy in the space for that to receive what it needs in the session mm. for that person or, or if I'm working on an environment. You know, like clearing a home space or 
doing something with nature or you know something for the planet or, mm. or group energy or whatever I might be working with it's just well it's, a, it's, just a, it's an amazing ability to be able to tune in like that because obviously there are going to be different requirements aren't there someone might call and say hi Jess uh, I heard you do online sound healings and uh, I'd like one and, and then I suppose <laughs> a date is set and then yeah. you've got to come up with the goods haven't you really so that is pretty much what people have done like mm. um even just recently after the immersion retreat there was one example of somebody who needed healing for a relationship that they were mm. going through um, a change of relationship with their partner example and so they they had specific requirements of what they wanted to open up to receive healing for and what they would like to release through and then the sound would um, bring the frequencies that they needed to support that process mm. you know that's kind of what I do yeah. I, I do it like that anyway yeah that's amazing yeah, and uh, actually I've just uh, I'm just looking down at my notes because there was a quote that I came across when I was pulling t together the questions and it said it, it supposedly it's from Edgar Case but you know with quotes these days you have to be so careful because people could just be rustling up quotes but it it goes along like this. It says, the medicine of the future will be music and sound. What do you feel is the purpose of, of sound and music in terms of reconnecting people and healing people ultimately? Yeah, no, it's, it's very important. It's all about frequency. Mm. And um, it's a way of expressing yourself. Yeah. And also it's a really good movement for releasing energy as well as receiving energy and also connecting with different fields mm. of reality yeah. and connecting with your own mm. source presence and being of going more inward and being more in tune with yeah. your with yourself yeah that's great i mean it's i could certainly vouch for that i mean i know in the past where i've been in natural voice choirs for listeners who are not aware of those there are larger groups where people sing songs in parts and it's very natural but after about an hour of doing that your whole body is just transformed in terms of your you, you feel very relaxed and and um, just on a different vibrational level with your body you feel like almost like you've been taking drugs I mean it's yes that, yes not that we've been doing that <laughs> but you know it's that sort of feeling of sort of feeling elated and so there is something as you said about the frequency and the, the way that shifts when we come into the presence of, of a particular sound or frequency or something is set up in a way that really allows us to align especially with nature as well definitely yeah, yeah. you're just re retuning the body aren't you yes and you're coming out of the mind and yes. all those thoughts that pull you off into different mm. realities or yes. whatever that might be yeah and sound and music always has a way of bringing you present into the present moment yeah. and just vibrating with the tones as you just said and the music and um you can get very high yes doing that yeah yeah a lot of energy and yeah and we all and love a lot music. of joy yeah. yeah yeah and i think it is the first in a, i remember sort of um hearing that the first sound that we hear as we're sort of an embryo growing is is the is the heartbeat and the, the pulsing of the mother's blood so it's like a rhythmical pulsing so as soon as we're developing we're already that's the thing that brings us back to what we are in physical form and, yes uh, it's like it's like we have that pulse and that rhythm and mm. the flow and um 
that's probably why we relate so well to the flow of water as well. Yes, yeah. You know, because that original sensational experience as you're becoming conscious. Yeah. As you're in becoming, growing in the womb. Like, yes. <laughs> becoming a being. Yes, exactly. You know, you're picking up on that vibration and yeah. that that rhythm and yeah. sounds the music music I yeah. guess and that sounds the music of life the music, <laughs> the of, music life. of creation yeah and it's all around us isn't it because <clears throat> I, I noticed the other day I mean I hear it often but you know if you're walking by a, a sort of a tree or some trees and the wind's blowing and that that sort of rustling of the leaves you know some you know scientists would call it white noise and that's really relaxing and you mentioned about water and even the sound of um thunder and all of those things they just keep bringing us back to that source don't they of mm. us being in nature yeah we do need to go back to nature don't we mm, absolutely mm. and i think it's that reconnection isn't it and now more than ever you know we need to get that grounding and that simplicity going back to what where we come from you know? yes exactly i think mm. we do live in a time where we're often up in the head mm. and disconnected aren't we mm. Definitely. So Jess, coming back to the instruments that you play, we talked about your early years and you learning to play the piano. Um, so, and also your voice as well. Um, so how, with the piano, is that, that's your main instrument, is it? Or how Yes, do, it's my main instrument. So yeah. you kind of use yeah. that as your sort of main sort of composition tool. And, and but then all, as I mentioned earlier, we're surrounded by, uh, crystal bowls and um, and other instruments. How did? Yes. Could you take us on a <laughs> on a sort of a, a little guided tour of how these instruments came to you or how, sure, how you sure. choose to use them? So, in my later teenage years, I I took a year out in France, and I this is nothing to do with the instruments yet. But anyway, I'll just put this in because it's kind of part of the journey. Yeah. So I took a year out in France and I was a jeune fille au pair for six children and I studied French for a year. And um, that was the start of my journey with playing in bars in Paris. So to start with, I just played pieces that I'd studied, you know, when I was um, doing my grades and things. And then that sort of started to open up a new reality with music, with other musicians and... I started to sort of play around with composing my own music from then. And then when I came back to England, um, I did actually want to go to music college, but at the time I was encouraged to do a secretarial diploma. All right, so it's quite different. <laughs> my mother taught me into a different direction, even yeah. though I still had the music, so I didn't actually go to the music college. Um, but in a way that was a good thing because since then I found my own journey with music yeah. and then I start over the years I started to discover uh, different ways of using sound and I discovered you can play beautiful sounds with shelf brackets and you combine that for example with real Tibetan bowls mm. and singing chalice cups I came across in different charity shops I started to collect instruments mm. Right. And then I also got really beautiful professional instruments, which I invested in, like the Burmese spinning gongs mm. or chimes and my solfeggio chimes and the crystal bowls and the Tibetan bowls. And I've also got Native American flutes 
a shamanic drum and a, a giant gong and mm. I've just ordered a harp actually because I discovered recently that I'm able to play a harp which I'm adding to my repertoire and I have a tambour chord as well which was a recent addition to the mm. mix so quite a lot of instruments going on and just a love of using these instruments with my connection that I've always had with nature and mm. and sound and mm. I experiment a lot always have done since my childhood with um, singing with with the trees and the birds with whales and dolphins mm. and also with plants and just anything natural when I get time to do it anyway I love to do that and it comes through my Sam work, you know, that connection's very strong with Gaia. And the the instruments have incredible tones and healing influence for people that come into the enter into this space with me. Yeah. And I I get a lot of rewards out of it for myself too, whether I'm playing for myself or others. And yeah, I've also discovered in recent years 432 hertz. Oh yes, tell which, me a bit more um, about that because I know you've tuned your piano to Yeah, I had that changed than, deliberately because it's yeah. in tune with nature. Okay. Again. So, so it's about the relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. it's and it it enhances it's a different you know, it's a different harmonic and it's a different frequency. And it's softer and brighter mm. for when you experience the sound of 432. And it helps with meditation, sleep, relaxation, being in tune with nature and the universe. Right. Mm. And, um, and and it's a better experience. And it's and that particular tuning before humans did the 440 tuning, which is the modern tuning, was mm. was much more in tune, obviously, with life as mm. a whole. Right. And um, a better frequency to experience through music. That sounds you know? amazing. And mm. I listened to you playing and recorded some of your piano playing and, and it <laughs> sounded amazing. It's a beautiful piano and it's your childhood piano, isn't it? I understand. Yeah, my grandmother owned this piano. It's a Bluthner Boudoir mm. Grand Piano. And my grandmother owned it and then my father inherited it and then my mother uh, had pupils and taught on the piano right. and then and then I inherited it after that and I had yeah. it reconditioned and, and then wow. retuned to 432 as of well of course yeah but I've been playing on it since I was three so wow yeah. so it's been a lifelong yeah. companion yeah wow how yep. beautiful <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah yeah and it's just mm. yeah so it's amazing because we are where, where we're actually sitting and speaking we're surrounded by all these beautiful instruments and uh, there's a wall of bells and Yes, and chimes, and it's just, yes, it's a very inspiring space. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's so much fun to, to make, th you know, I've even got some instruments that aren't meant to be instruments within yes. my collection that have beautiful sounds in them. Yes. And it's about the sound, it's not always about appearances, you know. I know, well. isn't that funny how that works? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, you did show me the, uh, the the metal brackets, the shelf brackets, yes, and it's and hilarious. Yes, and the ashtray, yes, the which, ashtray. which doesn't look like an ashtray, it actually looks like a chalice, but I took, yes. the, took the cigarette butt things off, and mm. it's one of my favourite chalice sounds that I use with the gongs actually yes. the spinning gongs it's well, really beautiful yeah I remember when you played them earlier they did they, they both you know the shelf yeah. brackets as well they sounded yeah. exquisite and yeah, it's quite good. you know if you didn't yeah. see what they were you would just <laughs> think they're 
expensive bowls from India or Tibet or whatever. So yeah, yeah, some, but it's unique sounds, isn't it? And some, it is, and yeah. also the shape. You yes. know, the shelf brackets are very similar to a pyramid shape. Yeah, and they have all these extra overtones and acoustic mm, yeah. uh, yeah, sounds coming. Yeah, it's yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's great fun to sing because I do a lot of singing okay, with with my yeah. voice and. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got quite a lot to offer through just my voice without the instruments, but the the combination of the two is quite extraordinary. I've been told. So. Mm, mm. So, yeah. Yes, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> and I've, I've listened to uh, quite a few of your recordings and on the website. Um, so we'll leave details right. for people so they can check those out. Great. Um, but yeah, it's beautiful. Some beautiful pieces and um, with with piano and, and voice and and some of the other instruments that you've. Uh, just uh, spoken about so yeah beautiful see in the future i'm hoping to um work with uh quite a few tribes right and okay. i have recently been looking at south africa because i have a very strong link with that apparently through my astrological chart right. as, as well as feeling it in my body like yeah. intuitively mm. and um i don't feel that i'm going to live there right now although i was looking into options mm. but i do feel that i will visit there and hopefully work with the local tribes there with the music yes and i have visions for future projects in different places around the world yeah including in the uk but i need i need people to collaborate with mm. obviously and um yeah. the right space to to be able to do these projects as well as having yeah. the vision to offer for that well that sounds really yeah. exciting because i think you know, we, we are moving into times where <laughs> mm. collaboration and sharing are, are so important aren't they yeah you know yeah. so in a way it's it's lovely that you, you you're wishing to share what you do with others and, and definitely and, i mean i do thrive in, with the right people involved i mm. really like any of us would you know i really thr i have even more that i could offer i know that because i expand more and i feel more joy to share yes and you know, when you have the right people to work with, it just turns into a beautiful creation. Mm, absolutely. Without any effort, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, well, you, that's right. And brings well, us back to where we need to be, not mm. stuck in the in the pain and suffering of things that have played out in the world in recent times, you know. Well, isn't that just the, yeah. the, the case, isn't it? Because we're being told to do the exact opposite. Yeah. We're, we're being to asked to isolate and not be in connection. Yeah, and I think right. we're, we're yearning to have that collaboration that, mm. that that creative joy and and so it's yep. beautiful that you're that that's your intention and your wish to to bring yeah. that into being so and i definitely need mm. more connection yeah. for my own life I, I i mean i'm very fortunate with what with the tools i have and what i know i can create but now i've got to a point in my life where i really need to manifest a new a new phase a new projects mm. and just to have more clarity about where I'm going next, I think is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, yeah. we are living in changing yeah. times and, and, mm. and, you know, these decisions are decisions that we need to make. And so, yeah, so that's, uh, that sounds like a call for action. I Definitely. think uh, people are listening. So yeah, if they can get in touch with you. For um, sure. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm writing a musical just by when, when I'm doing the music anyway, but mm. I do actually have, um, an intention for writing this musical which is about the songs of the earth yes. and the tribes and I, I guess the f vision I have for it is that I have a certain amount that I've created um, that will blend in with the other tribes songs of the earth 
you know, and th- what they offer. And then there's, there'll be other choirs and orchestras and what have you. So I'm just a, a puzzle piece, but I know, I just know in my being that this is coming soon. This this mm. performance, if you like, this celebration of nature and life and and the brighter future that we would like to be living, experiencing, yeah. you yes. know, globally, not mm. not just this uh, a few people mm. who might be in tune in that way. So it's going yeah. to sort of extrapolate and, <laughs> yeah. and, and grow and amplify and create something much I bigger. I hope so. I'm, I'm yearning for this, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like I really would like this to happen soon, mm. somehow. <laughs> You okay, know, yeah. well, listeners, this is a call out for <laughs> yeah for anybody who wants to collaborate with Jess and and and, and work on something of that nature because it sounds amazing and, and provide uh, the right space, you know, whether it's mm. a venue or going to a different country, yes. you know, all sorts of invitations here mm. to bring about the right setting and the right yeah the right setting and the right place yeah. and the right people to to be drawn or attracted to that idea yeah. that project. Yeah, well, thank you for that. That sounds that sounds really, really amazing. So, yeah. well, well, what an aspiration for for the immediate future and long term future. So, yeah, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I hope that. so. Hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed this episode on the Source Connected podcast. If you'd like to find out more about Jess's music, sound journeys, and recordings, or would like to contact her about future collaborations or commissions, please visit her website at jessicabowles.com. Further details and additional information can be found in this episode's description on the Source Connected website at sourceconnected.org. Thanks for dropping by and see you soon.